When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'm the Zant. Anthony, Fred from Stony Brook. How are you? Hey, Fred. How you doing? Listen, you're nailing the songs on the head this morning. I love the two Beatles songs. Fabulous. It gave me a smile. And maybe Please Don't Go. That's fab also. But uh, keep the names because he is dropping out of presidential race, Hobbin Licker, that is, and he's running for his state senate. So keep, keep, him, keep him coming. You know, he's going to be around. Yeah, but is anybody going to care about John Hoffman Aguila after this? I'm not sure. Well, I don't know. Like I said, good name. But uh, can I just click on the Woodstock thing? Please. What's your feeling with the Beatles being there? Um, there are a lot of groups who were very big back then who made it to Woodstock, who not only didn't make the album or the film, but didn't like their performance and you know, wouldn't allow them to use their music. Do you think they would have come across well in that environment? Um... Well, that's a great question. I never really thought about that. Part of me... To me, to me there is, the music is incredible, but it's studio music. How they would have come across to, you know, I don't know how, what count you want to put it on, 200,000, half a million uh, drunk people, starving people who didn't have any food, wet people, freezing people. <laughs> would they have come across as the Beatles as we know them? Yeah, I, I would have to say no, because, I mean... We, that that was sixty nine. Candlestick was what sixty six. Yeah, I'm gonna say sixty six. So it's three years removed, and their music just you know matured so much. They may not have been able to recreate that on stage, and it might have been, should I say, a letdown? I don't want to use that word. How can the Beatles be a letdown? But uh, it might have been. I don't know. The Dead didn't come across well. Jerry and the band wouldn't allow the music to be used. CCR wouldn't allow the music to be used. So I don't know. That's a question for thought. Yeah, but you know what? That's what the hilarious part about our Woodstock week is. They, they released that CCR set. They love it now. Well, you know something? If I, I went on Echo Plus, which lists every song played at Woodstock, and some of it is fabulous. I don't know who was actually... Um, saying, no, you can't use it, I won't allow you to use it, or I don't want you to be on the album or slash movie. But you're right, some of it is just incredible. Um, so I don't know. I don't know who got to pick and choose back then. I think they were just also upset at how it felt on the stage and, and what was going on, that they were like, forget it, and they just never paid attention to it. I mean, can you imagine what Airplane felt like coming on at 8 o'clock in the morning after being scheduled to play the night before? nothing but rain-soaked people, and now they were standing on a stage with everybody hungover, uh, yet they played, and they played volunteers, and they played fabulous. I know. Well, that was the same thing for, that was the same thing with Fogarty. He was complaining because, uh, whatchamacallit, was in front of them. They were complaining that everybody kind of, they put everybody to sleep. You know, I I, I, so, I didn't go, unfortunately. I had a toss-up to either get a motorcycle or go to Woodstock, and I took the motorcycle. <laughs> uh, so I was not one of the five million people who say they were there. But uh, I did have a friend who went, and 
when he got back, I asked him how it was, and he says, you really couldn't hear anything. Um, it yeah. was not the best audio. Uh, it wasn't the best situation for getting in a position where you could hear everything. So what you're hearing on the, the movie and on the album was a lot better than what you heard on the ground, what I was told. Oh, secondhand news. Completely, completely. That's why I always thought, like, out of 400,000 people, maybe, like, 25,000 actually heard the concert. Yeah, that's, isn't that the God's honest truth? Yeah. It, it really is. It, 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 the event is bigger than itself. That's what it came down to. Yeah. Um, but there is a tremendous amount of music out there that was never presented to the, to the public, and a lot of it is just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, check out that new Creedence. We're giving it away, so check it out if you get a chance to listen to it. Let me know what you think. Okay, and happy anniversary, Woodstock, 50 years ago. You All right, Fred. Around, but I was, so I know exactly where I was at the time. <laughs> you were, yeah, you were sizing up a motorcycle. Yeah, sizing up a motorcycle. <laughs> Listen, you have a great day, Anthony. You too, man. Look, I appreciate it. Later. There's, a, I tell you, there's a lot of stories going on about um, people who skipped Woodstock for something else. I was reading something about somebody who... Wanted to go to Woodstock, and her dad was like, you can choose college or Woodstock, and she chose college. That seems like a mistake now. In hindsight, that seems like an error. Uh, all sorts of great Woodstock stories. I'm happy that we were able to throw some of these around. My favorite came from G.E. Smith, who uh, called in, surprisingly, on Tuesday, and uh, said one of the most memorable things about Woodstock was the smell. <laughs> So 400 million people who haven't showered and combined with mud will do for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was the Grateful Dead who Fogarty hated. That he that he said they put everybody to sleep at like 2 a.m. or whenever it was. I forget what time they got on, this, uh, on the set. And uh, they had to go on afterwards. And that's the thing. That's why I think. Well, and that's not why I think. I know because we did this on a morning show with Anthony Vlog previously. We did this story about Fogarty and why they never released the record before. I think they were just in a bad mood from the start. Like, think about it. You get up there. Nothing was as promised. The sound stinks. You're on five hours after you were supposed to be on. Everybody's exhausted, you know, not showered, barely eaten. Uh, they're all, uh, you know, and he's got to play a set. He was probably annoyed throughout the whole thing. And then you get out of there and you leave and you go on to do whatever. And then, you know, a little while passes and they go, Hey, they want to, they're releasing a movie. Do you want, no, get that away from me. Like, that's the kind of, you know, no, I don't want to be in their movie. You know, it really took some time for it to be. I don't know. I think it really took some time for some of the artists to make peace with, with that. And it's such, you know, the folklore 50 years later, it is so revered now. Uh, but not the case, you know, especially for, you know, artists like Fogarty who had such difficulties there. Uh, but it is so revered now that, you know, it's easier to put that record out now. You know, again, this is also to me falls into the category of where we are these days with the Internet and information and everything else. You know, the same reason why you bring back, you know, Full House and you could bring back 90210, it's because there's no there's no restrictions anymore. And there's so much music out there and there's so much being streamed and put out on a daily basis because technology and you're recorded and the Internet and how that's sort of, you know, changed the face of things that it's easy to say, you know, 50 years later, if you're Credence, like, yeah, put that out. You know, whereas 30, 40 years ago, if you had a bad release, that was a bad 
mark against you, your label, your management. Whereas today, you know, not so much. It doesn't really matter because so much stuff is coming out. If something is 92% good instead of 100% good, nobody's going to make a difference. Nobody's going to notice that. But in 1984, that would have been noticeable. You know, you have a vinyl release go sour. That was bad for business. Today, it's not the case. EHM, this is Ant. Hey, Ant. This is Sharon. What's up, Sharon? Uh, I was uh, listening to you talking about reasons why people didn't go to Woodstock. Yeah. So my husband has a good story. He was working upstate, in upstate New York, and um, he met a guy at a bar who said, hey, there's some concert happening and we could use some help, like on the scaffolds and lighting and set up and, you know, are you available? Can you come work it? And uh, my husband couldn't go because it was his brother's engagement party. Ugh. A wedding. It was the engagement party. An engagement party? Yep. To his defense, they're still married, but <laughs> he, uh, he ended up, he wasn't able to go, and what, he would have been working, he would have been backstage, you know, hanging out with all the artists. Oh, my well, God. I told him if he did that, I probably never would have met him. Because he would have been lost and gone. <laughs> <laughs> this story would have been so much better, by the way, if his brother was divorced four times. I know. I kind of thought that. I was like, oh, yeah, but they're still married. <laughs> yeah. Next time, just lie and make the story better. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. I appreciate the call. Anytime, buddy. All right. Take care. Bye. More enticing. That's for sure. Although, and I... <laughs> I tell you what I love about that story, too, is the recruiting practices of Woodstock 69. Hey, we need some help building this stage over here, lifting up all this heavy rigging and such. Where can we find people? Oh, I know. Let's go to the bar. (laughs) Let's go to the bar. Let's go to the place where people get drunk and fall over. They'll be good to help us rig up this staging. (laughs) Ah, Woodstock 69. It's the gift that keeps on giving, really. Trending on uh, social media right now is bands that snack. Hashtag bands that snack. For instance, Buns and Roses. You see what they did there? Buns and Roses. Imagine dragon fruit. (laughs) That was actually good. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, Some of these aren't so great. Meatloaf sandwich. Meh. Uh, This just refreshed in front of me. For non-blondies. Oh, see? Who doesn't love a good blondie? It's a phenomenal brownie. Uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper Dog. Uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Cheetos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Grateful Bread. That's, you know, see? Uh, Oh, and the Grateful Breadsticks. That's good. It's all good. Bands that snack. This is hashtag bands that snack. Uh, Red Hot Chili Cheetos. Nah, I like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Cheetos. That's way better. That is way better. Uh, let's see here. Oh, can't read that one on the air. Counting Cronuts. <laughs> uh, all right. De- De- Dexy's Midnight Snackers is good. And also, I really am a big fan of Ritz and the Tantrums. Those two are my favorite that just got sent in. Bands that snack. 
Yeah, Jen, this is Ant. And it's Jenny. I had a snack name for you. Go ahead. Rolling Stoned Wheat Thins. <laughs> right? I love it. Okay, good. <laughs> I liked it, too. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. We also have the Rolo Stones. Rolo, one of the more underrated uh, snacks, because it's not a bar. Right. It's always it's it's included with the candy bars, but it's not a bar. They're just pieces. Who doesn't love a good Rolo? Chewy caramel covered in milk chocolate. Simple, delicious. The Rolo stones. I like that a lot. I also like the rolling scones. That's also a good one <laughs> for bands that snack uh, instead of the doors. The s'mores uh, pump and nickelback and the checks pistols also making me chuckle a little bit this morning. Hashtag bands that snack. Tony Orlando and Flan. <laughs> Instead of the monkeys, the munchies. I really thoroughly enjoyed all of these this morning. We can keep it going up on the EHM Facebook page if you like. But these have been good. These have been good. Uh, Maroon 5 guys. Uh, the Fine Young Lunchables. <laughs> Bruno Mars Bars. Fleetwood Big Mac. Also had Fleetwood Mac and Cheese. Those are good. Joan Jett and the Black Tarts. Could also be Joan Jett and the Pop Tarts. 30 Skittles to Mars. Uh, cool Whip in the Gang. <laughs> uh, Edie Butter. <laughs> Edie Butter Brickle and the New Bohemians. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, this is good. Eclair Supply. Eclair Supply. <laughs> Instead of air supply, and the egg foo young fighters. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Happy Woodstock Day! I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Oh, meat potato salad. Have a great Thursday. Maybe we should go now.